Recovery continues in College Park, where the Weather Service blames straight-line winds for the damage. I'm Dick Iuliano. More local teachers call it quits. I just had to step away from the classroom. I'm Nick Ainelli. Today is groundbreaking day for a new memorial on the National Mall. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Dell. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. President Biden has just signed a security declaration with Israel. Speaking moments ago in Jerusalem, he says the U.S. will use, quote, all elements of its national power to stop Iran from acquiring nuclear weapons. This is a vital security interest to both Israel and the United States, and I would add for the rest of the world as well. Mr. Biden says the U.S. isn't ready to use force yet. I continue to believe that diplomacy is the best way to achieve this outcome. And we'll continue to work with Israel to counter other threats from Iran throughout the region, including support for terrorism, ballistic missile program that continues, and the proliferation of weapons to terrorists and proxies like Hezbollah. Here at home, the country's biggest bank has just announced a big profit drop. J.P. Morgan Chase says they were down 28% in the second quarter on worse-than-expected investments. CEO Jamie Dimon warns geopolitical tension, high inflation, and waning consumer confidence could hurt the economy even more. The bank is setting aside another $428 million to cover potential loan losses in the future. At a meeting of global finance leaders in Bali, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen zeroed in on Russia and the war in Ukraine in a push for a global cap on Russian oil prices. We're seeing negative spillover effects from that war in every corner of the world, particularly with respect to higher energy prices and rising food insecurity. Russian missiles killed 17 people, including a child, in central Venezia today. More college kids are rethinking the value of higher education. We're seeing naked. A new Best Colleges survey looked at 409 currently enrolled college students with student loans. 44% of them said they've considered dropping out due to the financial burdens of school. 40% of student borrowers said they have not considered dropping out while 66% said they've had to make financial sacrifices in order to lessen their financial burden. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. More than 40 people are unaccounted for in southwest Virginia after surprise storms unleashed devastating flooding. We were stranded in the house. The water kept coming up and eventually uh, me and my son, my two-year-old son, were on an air mattress in the floor and we were floating. Governor Youngkin has declared a state of emergency. 7-Eleven's offering a $100,000 reward for information that leads to the arrest and conviction of a suspect in a string of deadly robberies in Southern California this week. Selena Escamilla's 24-year-old son was one of two people killed. Wherever he is, I want him caught. Somebody knows something. This is CBS News. Dell's Black Friday in July sale is here with savings on top-rated business computers with Intel Core processors. Upgrade today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. It's 8.03 here on your Thursday morning, and today is the 14th of July. Sunny, hot today. We'll go to near 90. And good morning to you. I'm Joan Jones. And I'm Bruce Allen. Here are the top local stories we're following for you this hour. Election 2022 on WTOP. Maryland's primary is Tuesday. Today is the last day you can vote early in person. If you're voting by mail, your ballot has to be postmarked no later than Tuesday. 
WTOP's Neil Augenstein tells us why we won't know the result of the close races very soon after the polls close on election night. By law, Maryland's Board of Elections won't start counting mail-in ballots until Thursday, two days after Tuesday's primary elections. Back in 2018, only 30,000 mail-in ballots were asked for. This year, 490,000 mail-in ballots were requested. So those nearly half million votes can't be counted until Thursday. For closed races, it could be up to 10 days to know who won since the Board of Elections' final canvas isn't expected until July 29th. Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. You can see our full voter guide at WTLP.com. It's 8.04 now, and a lot of customers in Prince George's County still have no power this morning after losing it during storms that blew through this week. Pepco is saying that 1,700 customers have no power this morning. Most of them are in Greenbelt, College Park, and Beltsville. BGE reports more than 4,000 customers are without power in that county. It also says most of them should have their lights back on by tonight. Pepco says all of its customers should have power again by 8 o'clock tonight. Power still being restored at the University of Maryland, but the school is resuming campus operations at 10 o'clock this morning. And it is still a mess in parts of College Park, where the National Weather Service estimates winds as high as 90 miles an hour roared through on Tuesday. Recovery efforts are focused on clearing roads and gaining access for utility crews. College Park City Manager Kenny Young says the debris includes very big trees snapped and uprooted. For the most part, you can't miss the trees that have come down there. Pretty mature trees, significant size, and that's really what slowed things down a little bit. Young says the city is coordinating cleanup efforts with the University of Maryland and the county. The city has also been provided emergency aid from neighbors, including D.C., Montgomery County, Greenbelt, and Hyattsville. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Alexandria's former mayor has died. Carrie Donnelly led the city for six years from 1996 to 2003 and played a major role in getting the Woodrow Wilson Bridge reconstructed. He led the city in the difficult days, weeks, and months after the 9-11 attacks at the Pentagon. Donnelly is survived by his wife, Eva, and their five daughters. The family has not yet released a cause of death. Carrie Donnelly was 66. Now to a story you're hearing only on WTOP. There's been a spike in teacher resignations at some local school systems. In D.C. public schools, more than 370 teachers have resigned this year so far, compared to 250 over the same period of time last year. Some of them were teachers that have been educators for 20-plus years. For them to kind of bail mid-school year is really shocking. That's Bobby Vertigal, a D.C. teacher who just stepped down, citing burnout related to the pandemic. In Fairfax County, WTOP has learned that nearly 900 teachers have resigned this year so far, continuing an upward trend. In 2020, the county saw 460 teacher resignations. Then last year, it rose to more than 700. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Still to come, a rare event that's happening on the National Mall this morning. It's 8.07. To address government mandates, federal IT leaders are making zero trust a priority. You can count on Palo Alto Networks, the leader in global cybersecurity, to guide your agency's zero trust mission. We've helped hundreds of federal departments, bureaus, and offices accelerate their journey to zero trust with innovative technology and tested expertise. Ready to get started? Evaluate your zero trust progress. Visit paloaltonetworks.com slash zero trust slash assessment to learn more.
don't have to wait until Black Friday to save. Hurry to Ashley's Black Friday in July and save now with amazing Black Friday deals. Furnish your entire... Hi, I'm John Henney, fourth generation owner of Henney Jewelers in Shadyside. When it comes to shopping for a diamond engagement ring, be sure you're getting the very best value. Before you think about purchasing a ring anywhere else, please stop in to Henny Jewelers to compare. Our friendly team will make you comfortable and never pressure you. We are confident we'll help you find or create your dream ring at the absolute best value. Stop into Henny today or go to hennyjewelers.com to make an appointment. Henny Jewelers, we're your jewelers for life.